Thanks for coming through, bro. No worries, man. I'm excited to be here. I'm, I'm a big fan. As much as I'm your friend, I, I watch all the podcast episodes. And if y'all don't know, this guy, he's one of the original creators in my area. Thank you. Like dead ass. <laughs> this guy, he literally put on kind of for like the local creators. No one really did anything until you did. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'd like to like at least take it back for a second and say that the person who inspired me was Aiden Smith. You ever seen Neurotic Gomi? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was like the original, original. Word. Aiden, like since, I don't even know, 2010, this guy's always the first one on everything. Mm-hmm. Any Any trend that comes up, he's been on it. For years Word, before. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, when I used to hang out with him, he was like just starting his clothing mm-hmm. with the vinyl printing and whatnot. Yeah, that's and what it is. Like, so there's always yeah. someone that inspires another. No, right? for sure. But he's like the original of the original. So yeah, I can't okay, even okay. Take credit for it. Like, I guess, I guess, yeah. I gave out some sauce, of mm-hmm. course, but um, like I got it all from him at the end of the day. Yeah. Like he taught me how to do what I do. And mm-hmm. yeah, without him, there's a lot of people I could credit for that. Not for sure, for sure. Because it always goes, it's like a chain, man. It's, nah. it's like a chain reaction. Like one person does something, yeah. another pe- person sees what they did no nah, for sure and it just so happens like the network right because yeah. i'm more friends with you than i didn't know him right yeah so it just so happens like you inspired me i inspire someone else and they inspire yeah it comes it first comes back yeah because if you're doing well i'm doing well in a sense mm-hmm. and vice versa like if someone starts popping in your circle mm-hmm. you're gonna hope that uh, that they take them that they take you with them but um yeah, yeah. so talk about talk about the clothing brand bro like a lot of people want to start a clothing brand but not a lot of people know kind of like what direction they want to go into and they don't know like how exactly they want to proceed yeah. you know what I mean well um i think rule of thumb like off rip you gotta actually have a passion for it yeah that's fact a lot of people that go into it expecting like oh riches off off the start and um like girls they want attention for it I like when i when i started the brand i genuinely wanted to do something with clothing mm-hmm. i started originally just by printing for other people mm-hmm. but um i'll tell you the, the story of jet lag the origin so uh, let's hear. <laughs> um, as i said before aiden taught me how to do everything yeah and i was printing for people at the time and it was around whenever university applications go out right mm-hmm. and i decided to take a gap year because i'm, mm. I'm not really a school person yeah i, yeah. I do want to go back eventually i think i'm going back for graphic design but that mm. aside i wanted to have like my own merch everyone's going off to school getting their like queen's hoodies yeah yeah, yeah. hoodies and i had nothing to rock you know? oh that's so true I, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. Going anywhere so i wanted like that sense of belonging yeah because jet's first piece yeah. was a jet lag university yeah. hoodie it jet said lag jet lag university yeah and so so it kind of like it was a joke between me and I think Aiden was there when I made it. Mm-hmm. Well, it took me four days to design it. Yeah. It's a shitty design. Super basic. But like until I was really happy with the product, mm-hmm. I didn't use it. So anyways, I printed it on a couple of hoodies for like me and my friends. I posted a, a picture on my story like Jet yeah. Lag University, <laughs> like taking applications, whatever. Yeah. And people wanted to buy it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's weird. I might as well do something with this. You know, mm. you see, that, That's how it all starts. Like yeah. it's just an idea. And then you go with off. You go off the idea. Yeah. Because a lot of people, they have ideas, mm-hmm. but they don't go through with it. And that's what's really holding them back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you got to put one foot in front of the other to, to start walking. Exactly. And a lot of people, they just think like, okay, one foot, like, I'll think about it. Mm-hmm. And really take the step. Yeah. Because so, there's so many great ideas that yeah. never came to fruition. Yeah. You, know you I mean? hear people tell you about these ideas. Yeah. And you're like, what's stopping you from actually going out and doing it? Because that, that would be dope. And then you have those mans, like, they'll just take your idea. <laughs> you know Stay what I mean? Your idea. They'll take it and they'll run with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? no exactly that that's the game though yeah. that's that's really the game you were talking about it like <laughs> being being a thief in in a fashion sense or like stealing the right way i preach that because i preach it because that's that's a reality of art that's no, that's sure. kind of the reality of like the industry yeah you know i mean no it's it all comes back down to like people at least taking inspiration yeah there's obviously people that take direct pieces i think virgil got like okay that's that's because I don't, not, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, a hater, yeah. Though. I'm not a hater though. Yeah, I think Virgil's a genius. I mean, did you see the stuff he did with the Truman Show? Um, oh, yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Spring, summer mm-hmm, the, with the Louis V. Yeah, 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 he walked down from the staircase. And if you've seen the Truman Show, it's about like his life is on camera as Virgil's is, and he's kind mm-hmm. of like running the game, he's manipulating it as much as he thinks he's like a part of it. He's really like, yeah, in the Truman Show, it was pretty much he was living in a simulation, he was living in a simulation, but like he pulls the strings, mm-hmm. or the people above him pull the strings. So I think. 
Virgil was really saying that other he, he people, was the puppet master. Oh shit, that's that, you know? that's a good theory. And you know, everyone will buy what he sells. Yeah, that's facts. Realistically, he could sneeze on a leaf and like put it up for fifty k. Nah, that's real shit. Yeah, because I always preach to like it's all with the marketing, man. Yeah. It's all with the marketing. Definitely. I I forgot who said it, but it's it's not who you know. Yeah, it's not what you know. Mm-hmm. It's who knows you. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Hold up. Let me get a. <laughs> I pressed the button there straight up bro that's that's you know so mean? true but i think networking is so important yeah it's but it, again it's not about who you know because you know you can know a lot of people and none of them will be doing anything exactly you, right? you you can know all these people but if those people don't know you or know what yeah. you can do yeah then it doesn't matter well, you know i mean introducing the right people to each other as well exactly so that, that's why it's so important yeah. you can be the greatest let's say artist in the world greatest painter yeah. in the world yeah but if no one knows you're the greatest painter in the world. Yeah. What is it worth? There's a lot of underrated people as well. Yeah, exactly. So like that's my point. Amazing artists that never get their chance to shine. And that's like mm-hmm. kind of what I like to do with jet lag. It's become more of a community where I want like mm-hmm. to use my, I want to say influence. I only yeah, yeah. have like 600 followers at the time, but the people that follow me are like pretty loyal to the account, mm-hmm. you know? So I want to take that influence and kind of help branch off into different regions. Like I did music with Mad Season. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of artists working with me right now, but it's like introducing them to each other mm-hmm. is so important because they make these connections that just keep pushing them forward. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay, this is what I, for what I see from the mm-hmm. from the outside in. Yeah, yeah tell me. Because I see you like to keep it very underground. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. What do you mean, follower wise? Like yeah, like you you try to keep it like uh word of mouth type of thing, you know? That, no, that's that's yeah. my goal. I don't I don't ever want it to be like a hyped up item. Now, one thing I have for you, you might want to take in consideration. Definitely. What if you make another brand? A second one. And then you make that one the one you promote like that. Like hype? I don't know. See, the thing is, like the the brand is so personal to me. Yeah. And it's become so much more than a clothing brand. Mm-hmm. To where it's like I think the Jet like digital name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of just overhangs with anything any venture anything you do now yeah like Mm. i've um i do photography for certain brands true um, true true yeah release clothing and again the music label it's all under jet like digital or Mm -hmm. like but bro don't don't close it off because always stay open because look 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 i think it was virgil that said it he said you don't just have one brand in you no you have many different yeah projects different ideas that can go into different fields right for sure so you have jet lag amazing you know what i mean yeah now, what if you can take parts of that into a new brand yeah. or something completely different yeah. and grow off of that and maybe success from that Come bring comes back, back to jet lag? No, you know what sure. I mean? I, I think about it all the time. There, I, I spend a lot of my days like on my computer designing or creating something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll make a design and I'm like, I can't use this with the brand. You yeah. know, it just doesn't line up. But I have other stuff in the works. It just comes back down to money and funding for mm-hmm. it because the jet lag drops like they're high quality pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It costs a lot to release. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't understand when they're asking like, do this, do that. Like yeah, they yeah. want weekly releases, but that's it, fact. Yeah, it costs not more than I make off of it, but all of my money from the drops mm-hmm. go like right back into it. Mm, that's that's a very smart way to do it because you always invest back in. Yeah. If you want to build your brand, invest back into yeah. the company. Don't don't spend that money on PS5. You know what I mean? That's don't spend thing. that money on shit. Like <laughs> I see people that run brands and they're coming to me like, oh, my business is failing. You made $500 <laughs> and you bought a Gucci belt. A lie. That's why. That's why, bro. <laughs> Who cares if you have a Gucci belt? Bro? Drop again. Exactly. See, you see so much um, potential in these brands that just mm-hmm. don't put their money in the right places and in no way am i saying i'm like a financial genius mm-hmm. it's like kind of shooting yourself in the foot it's it's like yeah you're getting these you're getting this asset and then you're just giving it away yeah because like look let, let's look at um like a one-hit wonder yeah like he'll he'll drop a song yeah. do millions take that money. and then cop a big ass chain that yeah, cost yeah. a million you know what uh, i mean well, so that like feel? half of that half of that money he made is in this chain no for sure well how do you feel about that because i feel like if i get to a point where i get fuck you money i won't spend it on a chain i won't spend it on a supercar mm. like my dream car is an aztec you know the one that uh, walter drives from breaking bad oh yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, yeah. my dream that's, car. Dream that's car? all i want yeah. it's like two thousand dollars so like, once i get that i'm gonna sit with it yeah forever i don't want a massive house like mm. if anything i'd want to put my money in other regions but like like, well, how do you feel about it? Okay, for me, I, I, I take inspiration from Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart always, he doesn't use his full income. Really? So he lives off, let's say he makes $2 million, Yeah. Like back then, let's say he made $2 million, He would only live off like 400000 Right. Let's I say he, he said, only made yeah. 300000 He would only live by 100000 Right. Where did all the other money go? 
savings investments right make yeah. your money work for you that's yeah that's another I mean? thing well um recently one one like investment that i've been into yeah i used to be in crypto but like i got out before it popped oh, i got out fuck. with i got out with profits of course yeah, yeah, but yeah. it could have been worth a lot more mm-hmm. but one thing i did have left over was ethereum oh so, shit yeah ethereum's crazy right yeah it's going crazy right now but i don't want to invest in like stocks or like crypto in general mm-hmm. um I'm in NFTs now. So that's like oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, digital I'm, art. I'm looking at that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can release my own at this point. I think yeah. um, I'm putting out applications for certain sites because I think if you digitalize the photos I take, mm-hmm. maybe people will buy them. Yeah. It, you see like stick men going for 50K. That's on facts. Well, what's it called? It's like crypto punks or something? Something like that. They're like collectibles, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like crypto kitties as well. Huh? Yeah. It's, it's not even, it's not even like fine art. It's just like, no. it's just like art. You know, all right. Well, I saw one piece. It was like 400 for a pink canvas, literally just Mm. all pink. I don't know why, but I just wanted it so bad. (laughs) And I mean, people, people are offering for it. I still haven't bought it. Like I keep getting outbid for it and it's literally just a pink screen. So I feel like it's a market that can be manipulated as well. Mm -hmm. If you're smart and you're an artist and you have content that you do want to make money off of, like definitely give nfts a try I'd yeah say. for sure i'm i'm looking a lot into like the ufc nfts i've never seen those so ufc you know the the top mm-hmm. shot one the nba top shot okay kind of like cards oh you don't know top shot no i don't know top shot. yo this is like I the biggest nft I, I, I don't pay attention to those i i like to buy art but go ahead okay, I'm, yeah. I'm new to it I'm new yeah to it. so nba top shot is pretty much like video clips or highlights in the nba right you can i heard of this and it's pretty much like collecting sports cards but it's a highlight video it's the clips right yeah so you'll get like a lebron dunk that will go for like fifty eight thousand dollars. and it's like the one person that has that clip i think i saw someone Mm -hmm. on tiktok talking about it. yeah and there's like it's very very limited Mm -hmm. like the packs sell out like that it's like a sneaker drop no exactly I've seen like certain things like that, but it's so hard to like not have the same clip as someone else. How do they manage that? I think, I think what it is, it's, it's kind of, they just limit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just limit like exactly how much you can make. And I think it comes with like a certificate, blah, blah, blah. You you know how, you know how it goes. That's cool though. That's such Mm -hmm. a a cool idea. Like even just having clips, like you own the clip. One, one person I saw um, using NFTs in that sense was um, Eric DOA. I don't know if you know about him. Uh He's kind of underground, but he has that like, um, I don't know what I'd call it. Drain sound like that hyper pop Mm -hmm. sound. Yeah. Anyways, he put his um, cover art. So you can mm-hmm. own the cover art through OpenSea, which is just a platform that sells NFTs. Boy. So there are bids on it now, I believe. And that's just something I thought that was, was super smart. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's going to be the future. Not necessarily like just art, mm-hmm. but imagine we do that with a like game pieces yeah you know like imagine fortnite skins bro <laughs> i have hella of them bro it's bad to say but i spent so much money on fortnite like, even um, when i didn't play it like imagine imagine fortnite skins became like limited well they are in certain certain uh skins are limited or yeah they used to be the skull trooper used to be limited oh because the only the ogs could get it only right? OGs, yeah, yeah. i think you had to it was like halloween first season mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't even play fortnite like that i just Every time I hop on, I see these skins and I'm yeah. such like nerd for, for visuals. I'm like, all right, it's, it's ten dollars. Yeah. Now imagine there's a marketplace for that shit. There, there is. Is there? Kind of underground. Yeah. No way. People used to sell Skull Trooper accounts until. Um, oh, accounts. Accounts with the skins. Which okay, is what, but that's different. That's different. I'm, I'm, I'm talking like about. Trading? You ever watch Ready Player One? Yes, I have. I don't yeah. remember hundred percent, but they had like skins that they could change into. Right? Yeah. So in Ready Player One, every like piece they they have, you can get like a DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah. You can get like the Akira bike blah 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 like clothing whatever they all pay for it yeah. and it's all like limited pieces like one of ones whatever so imagine in a video game let's say let's say whatever the new video let's say gta VR, let's just say let's just say the newest gta yeah. right and everybody's playing it yeah. you would want to have something different from everyone else oh for sure if you're if you're a flexor you need that exactly and i can see like all of these all of these rappers all of these people yeah. that have lots of money they'll flex on you with shit yeah. in the game you know what i mean no for sure well one thing you said and i think it was the episode with rj why are these rappers buying chains iced out chains like, yeah i want to see someone with uh king tut's crown on. yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> that's so much harder and, yeah. and it's an asset that will grow with time mm-hmm. whereas your chain what it gets snatched off your neck and you get clowned for it like yeah if it's gonna get snatched at least make it like some crazy piece exactly bro like there's so much there's so much shit out there that we don't even know yet like something can be a trend but we just don't see it yet yeah. and then explode right yeah well and there's I, always one person that's saying like 
this is this is the future yeah and there's until, always there's always yeah until there's a crowd or like people echoing that message um people don't believe it like even back to the nfts crypto kitties mm-hmm. i think three or four years ago i saw people posting about it and i'm like word you saw that yeah, yeah they're saying hop on because you could use referral links at the time i believe mm-hmm. so saying hop on blah 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 breed breed these digital cats word. and you can sell them and now some are going for like one hundred twenty thousand dollars, right yeah, yeah so if you're really in at the beginning but of course looking back on it mm-hmm. kind of smart to be skeptical yeah but anything can pop so hmm. you ever hear about the bitcoin theory <laughs> tell me about the bitcoin <laughs> theory bro <laughs> all right so elon musk right mm-hmm. elon musk is pushing for bitcoin yeah and there's this conspiracy i'm not i don't know if this is true mm-hmm. but there's this conspiracy yeah that the big reps in the world Mm-hmm. are really pushing for bitcoin because they're going to use a universal currency right i believe it i mean bitcoin is like one of the currencies that could mm-hmm. definitely be the overall and you know you know why they need a universal currency why is that because they want a new world order oh so they're gonna all control. under the same right if you have one currency you have one currency you can control to get it. everyone so are we allowing <laughs> do we want that yo like do we have a choice? We don't really have a choice. You don't really if they have a say choice. You have to use Bitcoin. You're going to use Bitcoin. It's not even like they have to say it. It's just if they use it, they use it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they can change. They can change what we use without telling us. No, for sure. Like they just one day, like that dollar doesn't work anymore. We're using this shit. Yeah. Remember that? that the pennies. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Remember that episode in in recess where um, I, they're I trading like stickers. Watched. No, tell me about it. I briefly watched Recess. Okay, so so in Recess, pretty much what it was, like, they used to have these stickers, mm-hmm. and they would trade stickers as money. Like it was kind of like, currency yeah, it was stickers? like their playground currency. Oh God, yeah. And then, what's his name? TJ Detweiler. Okay. He worked, like, so hard. He finessed it. He yeah. was so broke before. He had, like, no stickers. Yeah. Because I think he had, like, a sick day or some shit. So he didn't he come to school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't come to school on the day, like, stickers popped off. Yeah. And then when he came back, everyone's using stickers. And he's like, I can't even drink from the water fountain. They're charging me stickers. Oh, they're charging me stickers? Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun. So what happened was he grinded and grinded and grinded. Mm-hmm. And then he pretty much like bought all of the stickers in the in the playground. Wow. And then what happened was, yeah. I think the next week or the next day, yeah. since he bought all of the stickers. He had control. He had the control. And then everyone else started using different currencies. That's and then, it just, and then all of that shit didn't matter anymore. So he has all yeah. he has all of these stickers, but no value. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're forced to use that one currency and humans start, I mean, getting mm-hmm. smart and using a separate one, what's what's yeah. stopping it, us from overthrowing it? Other than, of course, like the rich that will mm-hmm. that will exactly. make it difficult. Because if if you really take it in, I, this is kind of like a crazy yeah, like yeah. thing to think about. But if you really th- take it in, what is money? Money is just an object we yeah, trade. It's just an object. It has value, sure. Yeah. But. Money is the same thing as like, let's say, let's say I call this stick and I say it's worth $50. Let's just say, yeah. right now, everybody has to believe this is worth $50. Now I give it to you. You have $50 now, yeah. but let's say the value changes yeah, and it's not worth anything anymore. Then it's useless. It's just like, expensive. just like a dollar would be like, if no one's using dollars anymore, yeah. how much is a dollar worth? Nothing really. It's just a piece of metal. But I think yeah. everything that's an asset at least will have value regardless of what it mm-hmm. is. I mean, that's just how money works yeah for sure exactly but exactly yeah. but i don't think i see the dollar ever really going out in in our style. lifetime in our lifetime yeah i think yeah. bitcoin's going to be a big battle because mm-hmm. there's so many powerful voices on either sides like, yeah, yeah really going at it a bunch of lawsuits even mm-hmm. i don't know if if i'll be alive to see it honestly know, bro. i think it's going to be a yeah a year's worth of battles who knows like let's let's say this fucking new world order shit is real <laughs> and then all yeah. the big reps are like oh, oh did you hear about the theory with um fuck you hear about the the great reset theory no the great reset tell me by the way bro when he says did you hear about that theory this is like <laughs> a fan moment in me to have it said directly to my face is, is different i'm telling you okay this this one's crazy like there's some real news articles on this shit mm-hmm. but the reset. it's called the great reset the great reset okay. so the theory of the great reset is that what they're gonna do those people that don't take the vaccine for mm-hmm. covid yeah they're gonna offer them to take away their debt a great reset because the world is in a lot of debt right now mm-hmm. with stimulus checks with the government paying off paying right. for businesses that are that are drowning yeah the economy's to shit right now right mm-hmm. so i forgot who it was it was like a big up like leader they came they came together and then they said what we're gonna do we're gonna create this thing called the great reset and we're pretty much gonna forgive all the debt as long as everybody takes this vaccine oh so it's if they do take the vaccine yeah okay i thought you said if you don't take it you get your debts covered no 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 if if you take it then you'll then you'll be
be able to forgive your debt. But if you don't take it, uh-huh. they're going to put you in these camps. Wow. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. They could technically say that, oh, if you're not vaccinated, you're a danger. Go to this camp. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people would be on that side because they don't want to catch COVID. Nobody, wa- nobody wants that, right? No. Nah. I could definitely see people alienating themselves from like even people in camps. Like now, let's say let's say this shit happens. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes so much. Like sense. it makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. If if you were trying to control the world, mm-hmm. that's how you control the world. Yeah. Well, they said even with the vaccinations, they're gonna put chips in it and stuff. Like that's what. Yeah. I don't know what to believe. I know. I know. Like I don't know what to believe. It's like in in such a digital age, you have so much information thrown at you mm. that it actually becomes stressful to think about like, do I want to take this vaccine? Do I not want to take it? And I think I would, mm-hmm. but I don't know. It's it's sketchy. Like, how do you know what's what's real anymore? You don't because you have so much nonsense thrown around and the truth is just in that pile. It's like finding a needle in a haystack yeah. at this point. Because it's like there's so much fake news. Mm-hmm. There's so many people jumping to conclusions and shit. Yeah. And honestly, I, I'm, I myself don't even know what to believe in anymore. No, I don't either. That's why it's... Because it's not like a new thing that the government's lying to us. That's not like a new thing. It's just that they're getting exposed now when yeah. they do. Or like when it's very evident when people pull up facts. Mm-hmm. They get exposed and they can't hide from it. Whereas like back in the day, I mean, even before cameras, you could just kill someone. You can get them knocked off and no one would have footage. But now everyone walks around with cameras. Yeah. If you try anything, Mm -hmm. there's a chance that it's on video. Exactly. Everything's recorded. Everything's recorded. And unless you have the power to like get that tape completely crunched, there's like, it's a very slim chance that you can control yeah. media. And they keep that shit secret. They keep that shit on yeah. locks. Well, did you see the, um? I think, not Area 51, the, the American government released UFO documents or yeah, videos yeah, yeah. of UFOs. And they hid information like deep down, expecting everyone to be like turned off by the amount of, of wording, like mm. the amount of words in the, in the actual document. And they had like, just little things like little cryptic messages, I believe, that people are still trying to like figure out right Damn. now. But they even released that footage of the UFO, yeah, which is yeah. just an unidentified flying object. Doesn't mean it was an alien. It just means they don't know what was flying. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They could which be like a fucking balloon. Yeah, <laughs> which is why people like release release footage. They're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't know if it was a bird. Mm-hmm. If it was just a cloud. Like, it's unidentified. There's your UFO. Yeah, bro. There's so much shit they won't tell us. So. Yeah. Well, I think on one episode, you talked about a green thing floating in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Light. My mm-hmm. mom actually saw oh, that. Oh, your mom saw that? My mom saw that. And she didn't see the clip. But when you brought it up, I have to talk to her about this. Yeah. She saw it. And I think she even took a video. She still talks about it to this day where she saw a green light. Damn. The that's sky. the same shit I saw, bro. I think bro. a lot of people saw it. I never saw it. But she saw it, too. And I think I heard my dad always saying, like, my dad saying it was a drone. Yeah, she's saying no, no. It was something different, but I think you you bring a Fam, that, aliens are real, bro. <laughs> I'm telling I you, like, it. I like low key. I, I know I sound crazy and shit sometimes, but no, one thing is like aliens. Like, I guarantee you, there's shit out there that they're watching. Yeah. You know I believe mean? in mostly anything until it's proven wrong. And how are you gonna mm-hmm. prove that aliens don't exist? Yeah, how are you gonna prove that ghosts don't exist? Yeah. Like, there's no proof on either sides. Exactly, bro. It's just. Being a human, man, you gotta question things. Exactly, <laughs> especially now. Yeah, bro. There's so there's literally so many secrets in the world that people haven't like dug into. Definitely. Like, have you heard about like the the Vatican archives and shit? I haven't, but I've seen the Vatican at least like in its physical form. It looks crazy. It looks you like went there holding something? No, I just online. Oh, okay. I actually did a project on it in like grade seven. That's how I. So, bro, there's like. There's crazy theories about yeah. the Vatican, and one of the theories is that they have information there, like that kind of abolishes the religion, mm-hmm. like secrets, secrets that I forgot who exactly it was, but it was um, it was like a saint, yeah. and he pretty much like in communication with the king at the time, right, and. He was pretty much telling the king exactly the bloodline of Jesus Christ right. and if Jesus Christ was real. Yeah, well, on the topic of Jesus Christ, I yeah. was actually doing a lot of research on this recently. Yeah. He has, um, well, actually, before I even say that, Joe Rogan mentioned on his podcast that Jesus Christ was like a mushroom, a psychedelic mushroom. Yeah, I heard and about people that. People got upset with him, but when you really look into it, I don't think he was a mushroom. But there are certain um, stories in the Bible, like he was with the Israelites or his disciples mm-hmm. um, one night, and they said the next day, they were going to go on a hunt for for manna, yeah. which is um, something that you eat. It's the um, something that grows. It grows. It grows like right away. It grows in a bulb and yeah. it, it has no seed. It's seedless. Mm-hmm. So what else grows without a seed, without a, a visible seed? Fungus, mushroom. Fungus. It grows. It starts with a spore, which is invisible to the human eye. Yeah. So it's speculated that they were looking at this and it also grows on like dung, on feces. Mm-hmm. 
And they, they were saying that they would prepare this manna or like bread with feces. You're not going to eat like toast and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So the mushroom was the manna that grew on the feces. That's crazy because this shit's in the, that's in the Bible, bro. Yeah. And um, what psilocybin is, is an entheogen, which directly translates to, I think, something about divine inside or finding divinity inside yourself. Mm. So um, when you're actually using the substance you can have these hallucinations where you'll actually feel like there's a God inside of you, right? So, yeah. And you can say a lot of the morals that were in the Bible are based off of what they learned off of mushrooms. Because who's going to tell them right from wrong back mm -hmm. in the day when robbery wasn't entirely illegal? Like certain things that we, that we shun now mm -hmm. aren't specifically morally wrong yeah because if you think about it like let's say let's say i'm not knocking on any religion like no not at all not nothing like that but let's say before religion right mm -hmm. let's say before catholicism was a thing yeah. christianity was a thing right who who did they follow or like what beliefs did they follow yeah. or how did they come up with these things right yeah and as they as they come up with these things they write them in what we call the bible now. yeah any religion um bible the quran and it's changed over time based on who's in power exactly it, it's, it's changed so much yeah yeah well one thing that stays the same and kind of relates back to the psychedelics mm -hmm. um is cows i think in hinduism jainism a couple religions cows are like so sacred mm -hmm. and it's because they produce the best like fecal matter for mushrooms oh to grow shit that's so crazy i just <laughs> realized that they they always worship the cows because what do you need nah that's need crazy manure. so when it comes to it they're like oh my gosh these cows are are like the breeding center for, for bro that's so eternity. true because psilocybin mushrooms grow off of off cow of, feces off of cow feces best best off of cow feces and what what can you find when you see cows just shitting nah, that's so crazy here's another thing so you guys talked about um santa and christmas yeah 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 relating to mushrooms yeah so there's another theory not even a theory i believe this is actually what happened mm -hmm. I'm, I'm convinced so with easter when mushrooms grow they start in this bulb shape which is called an egg. Yeah. All right. And they grow in certain seasons very well. Mm -hmm. So around Easter time, these bulbs would be popping out of the ground. Yeah. And of course their, their term is egg. So mm -hmm. people would go on egg hunts during these times <laughs> and they'd yeah. bring them home. And that's just basically that's where, where, where Easter, Easter egg hunting from. I believe so. Cause there are actually stories of it. Like, Hunting for mushrooms. You're looking for eggs. That's what they called them. Bro, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Because remember, I think in the RJ episode, I was talking about like, where did Easter come from? Where did yeah. these eggs come from? Well, they say that the Easter bunny was just thrown in for commercial purposes. They mm -hmm. needed something for marketing, right? Mm -hmm. But the egg part. The egg part, yeah. Because when, when mushrooms grow, they start. Yeah, that's that's like. Th it's the actual term. And then another thing with it, um, if you're looking back at items that were very highly valued, chalices, gold chalices. Mm -hmm. Where do you think they got that from? Gold chalices. I mean, they come from mushrooms. If you really look back at it. So the mushroom has the stem and the veil. And when it's in its oh, early phase, shit. it's down. It's, it's like an umbrella. But as it, as it grows older, it'll oh, flip the other shit. way. Like and, the cup shape. And it catches water. And what, what people would do... Is they'd use this water because it's sitting on the mushroom for so long that yeah. some of the psychoactive substance is in the water. So they'd go and they'd oh. drink from these mushrooms. Yo, that's crazy, bro. That's yeah. crazy. You you yeah. got some good theories, fam. I mean, I, I like I love to research this stuff. I think psychedelics in general are really interesting. Yeah, because that there's a, I feel like there's a lot of connections with like mm -hmm. psychedelics and religion. To yeah. be honest, even coming back to evolution, like how mm. do you think we got to the consciousness we're at? Yeah, because they say we came from monkeys. It could be possible, but mm -hmm. um, like, what happens when a monkey eats a mushroom? When animals eat mushrooms, they do some some weird stuff. Yeah, maybe even like progressive in their case. Yeah, just like the stone ape theory, which I talked about yeah. before. Oh, right, yeah. that's on the Sophia episode. If you guys want to watch that, <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, you ever hear about um the theory of the burning bush? With Moses. Yeah. Well, I mean, burning bush. When I hear it, I think just someone smoking. You're, yeah. You're so burning a bush. So what? What scientists believe was yeah. the bush that was burning in front of Moses was actually called the acacia bush. Okay. And the acacia bush is highly potent in DMT, dimethyl trip to me. Yeah, and then he saw God on the top of the mountain, right? Yeah. Or something spoke to him. No, he saw like a vision of like God. I can see how that would do that to you. Right? And he it talked to him. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. If, if you look at like the, the Bible is pretty much a story, mm -hmm. right? Stories and pretty much experiences that people wrote down. Yeah. Now, in what they wrote down, they can't exactly say scientifically what happened. Yeah. Even back then, because they didn't know exactly what was happening. They were just documenting. Yeah, they're just documenting yeah. what they felt. Yeah. And also, I mean, 
I'm not bashing the Bible at all. They have some good teachings. In yeah, there. for sure. 100%. The, the messages are there. Just some of the stories um, are, are kind of hard to believe. But if you take this like mushroom look on things, yeah. if they were tripping, seeing Jesus walk on water, seeing the, the Red Sea split, it can happen. If you're on the right yeah, substance, bro. right? Yeah. And the, the book is trippy. If you look back at it. I know. Overall, if, you're, if you're preaching something, it's, it's much easier to take in information under these substances. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the disciples were taking these mushrooms or this, this manna, they were getting these readings and they were really like internalizing them. Mm. And that's kind of brought forth onto the, the new age of churches where you have preachers giving messages. And as they're preaching, what are they doing? They're walking down the aisles with incense and something burning. Oh, I don't shit, know if it's specifically yeah. incense, but it is um, an offspring of salvia. Oh yeah, I heard of that. Heard it's of um that? sage, right? It's sage. It's sage. So sage is, is directly related to salvia. Yeah, yeah. Now this, this form of salvia won't make you trip, allegedly. Yeah, it's not, it's not yet. But... It, it does have a psychoactive effect, mm-hmm. even in a minimal form. And they were thinking that early in the days, because, of course, with regulations, you can't just be drugging people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before these regulations came out, maybe they were giving They were people, using real salvia. Yeah. And then when they're doing that, they're tripping the whole... Yeah, they're tripping the whole place out. Damn. Yeah. Actually, one... <laughs> I would tell this story because it's kind of funny. When I did my communion, Mm -hmm. so you know how you all go to the church, you sit with your like however many students are in your Mm -hmm. class. Yeah, yeah. So we're filling up the church and we're all sitting there. The priest is giving his his um his preachings, I guess. Yeah. And (laughs) behind him, there's a wall where the holy water is behind and whatnot, and there's smoke Mm -hmm. coming up. So all the kids are looking around. We're like. Like, is that Jesus mm-hmm. like, coming up? There's smoke. And for five minutes, everyone's just staring in awe. And this priest is still going. Like, he yeah. doesn't know there's smoke behind him. Yeah. And I'm, I think everyone's like, at this point, we're like freaking out. We're like, the spirit, the Holy yeah, Spirit. What is there. that? Yeah, yeah. And at this moment, like, I, was, I wasn't a firm believer in God. But in that yeah. moment, I'm like, oh, he exists. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah. And then some dude in the back, he yells at He's like, I think there's a fire in the back. And they all run around, put it out. Everyone was so bummed after Oh, that. there's a fire? It was a fire. Uh, I don't know how it caught on fire, yeah. but it had everyone believing. Yeah. <laughs> Personally, I do believe in God. I believe there's a higher being like yeah. looking down on us. I believe there's an energy. I wouldn't call it God in mm-hmm. my case. But yeah. I would never bash someone that believes. Because it's all up to it's all up to in the individual's beliefs. Like what you want to take from what you see. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that's exactly what that's exactly even what the Bible says. Mm-hmm. What you wish to believe is what you're gonna yeah. is what you're gonna receive. Well they can give you the keys, they can't tell you yeah, how to they open can't, the door. Exactly. They can give you the keys, they can tell you how to live. Yeah. All of these messages, this the kind of like guideline. Yeah. But it's really up to you whether yeah. you're going to choose which path you're going to take. You take them as like very well-written suggestions in a sense, mm-hmm. but they're, they're worthwhile. Honestly. Yeah. hundred percent. I believe like all the teachings, 10 commandments, you can take them kind of out of their, out of their original uses. Like of course, um, being gay, I don't think that's a sin. Mm-hmm. I don't think some of their teachings are, are wrong, especially mm-hmm. in today's society. So if you, if you take those with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. I think the teachings are a hundred percent there. Yeah. Because even back then the, the mindset of society before or like mm-hmm. the idea of society it changed yeah right it definitely changed and as as we change i guess it kind of does have to change itself and yeah. that's why you see like um like the pope always adding new things in yeah like always adjusting to what the original saying was or the original scripture was yeah but that's the thing over time like people are in charge of changing yeah these teachings mm-hmm. so who's to say down the line a thousand years that that we were specifically right Cause I know there's exactly. definitely things that we're doing now that aren't yeah. the correct way of doing things. I know, bro. Who knows? I mean, if you if you had the chance to add something to the Bible or like give people a way of living, what would you add? For me, mm-hmm. damn, that's that's a good question. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I don't I don't think I'm I'm that wise enough, especially at my age, to to really say something that's not already written. Yeah, I'd give but, the same answer. But instead of me saying I would add something, I would say instead of just taking everything exactly how it is, it's to try decipher it for yourself yeah because i kind of i kind of believe like in anything we take let's say whether it be a social media post whether it be a book we read right scripture instead of just taking exactly how it is try to understand like why did that person write it yeah what were they thinking when they wrote it yeah and try to take in what is the message and do i want to proceed with it like what will i take with me exactly that's that's a great answer i honestly don't know what i would have added like i threw that at you (laughs) but firstly i don't know what i would tell people i think i could kind of advocate for certain for certain commandments Mm -hmm. um but i don't think i'm wise enough to to tell people how to live Mm -hmm. so you dabble with psychedelics right i have in the past Yeah, yeah yeah so do you think this is what i personally believe right do you think 
psychedelics are going to reach a point where it becomes regular just like marijuana use they are trying to legalize them mm-hmm. in some states in america i think in canada they're attempting to as well yeah um but they've used it for stuff like cancer research yeah they have um, they use it on cancer patients when they were like having these fears of what happens after death or just i mean having cancer is not a fun time mm-hmm. um i think about 80 percent of them actually reported that it was beneficial they lost their fear of death they lost their fear of like losing yeah to this um to this disease right i I know you get a sense of like this isn't the end yeah i mean well if you've ever had ego death it's almost that at that point of surrendering as overwhelming as it is Mm -hmm. when you fully surrendered it's not scary Mm -hmm. if you played the visuals you have from an ego death to someone like regularly they'd be like oh that's kind of terrifying yeah yeah but in the moment it's like you're reduced it's like a lesson it's like a a lesson lesson. learned yeah anytime i've ever tripped i've always had a a beneficial outcome Mm -hmm. even when in the moment i'm like this is uncomfortable yeah um at the end you can always find the, the message and sometimes it comes like five months later almost in a deja vu where like you see something and you're like wow that's that's what it meant you took it back with you and like oh i see it yeah. now well yeah. you remember these things they're so significant like the last time um i tripped the last the, the one thing i saw that really stood out to me i don't know why i thought about this yeah but i was closing my eyes and i could see this like porcelain tiger running around where i don't know what it means i have no clue but porcelain fact, tiger yeah. like a fine china tiger yeah running around and it's random right That's interesting i don't think about tigers i don't think yeah, about yeah, fine yeah. china but the fact that it was in my head i feel like there's something significant about it mm. and it's all up to perception too like it is some someone's experience could be different from another's uh-huh. and then they can take a message with them and then they can believe something yeah. completely different yeah. i mean like you'll see that that let's say porcelain tiger mm-hmm. another person may see that as whoa I have to find out what this is, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And then they start worshiping it, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I depends mean, on the person, depends on, like, how they how they take it. I think that's how religion even started. <laughs> Bring it back to that. <laughs> that yeah, but, that, that's how, how it's tying in, right? Yeah, well, if you're getting this this person that's that's seen these things and it mm-hmm. makes sense to you, if they're coming back being like, whoa, we shouldn't kill people. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see that person was in pain when you killed them? Maybe we shouldn't do this. And everyone yeah. snaps in their head. They're like, oh, this, yo, facts. I'm going to follow this guy. He knows <laughs> what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think psychedelics form a lot of things, even comes down to like music you listen to Mm -hmm. the new sound is is all made by people tripping i believe that bro i believe that it's not even that you have to believe it or they're on some kind of substance yeah some some like you can you can you can sense it like you can tell with with especially rappers like yeah you can see with the art yeah sometimes like certain rappers um they use like percocets or something yeah and i think it sounds cool but if you look at it it's like a destructive way to make music that's Mm -hmm. yeah I'll never bash them for it. Whatever works. But um, mm-hmm. I think in the long run, it's it's bad to do. But the people making songs on acid, on shrooms, mm-hmm. they're really like generating that new sound. In my opinion, I believe like for the destructive substances, they should they should really take in like what people are hearing and what people might take from it. Right. Yeah. Because those type of substances, those, um, let's say, Percocets, painkillers and codeine shit, type. codeine, that type of shit, they're not they're not going to take anything with them from it. No, it's literally just going to it's literally like disastrous like it's a physical decline yeah they're going up in money and views mm-hmm. but like physically you, your body's your temple you gotta take exactly care of and them. then you look at you look at Lil P R.I.P. Lil P yeah. R.I.P. Juice World Juice World yeah it's a sad it's sad. Thing it's sad and I mean it's like they gave up their life at what cost you know it may be fun in the moment but you, you definitely start to feel it and then you look at the other side of that and you see like psychedelic drugs like even back in the 80s back in the 70s back in the yeah. 60s those bands like the like the rock bands back in the day grateful floyd. dead yeah pink floyd all of these bands like they they were on like they they preach for that they made even the beatles the beatles oh the beatles music you hear it yeah there's okay um there's a difference when you're listening to music sober versus when you're on a psychedelic mm-hmm. you hear everything that they intend for you to hear mm-hmm. it's like a dog so you hear the nuances you might even like see visuals that really help guide it like i think one time i was listening to um skywalker which is unreleased it's by my friend mm-hmm. but his production he made the 808 like start in the back of your head headphones yeah and move up to the front oh that's and it i really felt that yeah but it's like until you're you're in that spot you you might not even notice these things mm-hmm. and i'm not an advocate for for mushrooms mm-hmm. like of course take them at your own risk mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm an advocate for safely doing them. Yeah, but I don't want to encourage anyone to. I think I think eventually what's gonna happen is the stigma of oh you take like you're a crackhead blah yeah. blah like that stigma is gonna change. Well, that's what it used to be when I was I think I don't know it might have been grade ten or eleven. Yeah, I did them 
And yeah. I guess people people talk, people found out, and they're like looking at me yeah. like I was a crackhead. And mm-hmm. they'd even be like, Oh, are you tripping? Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And now those same guys yeah. are asking me for advice. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, bro, like I, I have no hate for them in my heart. But it's, it just comes moment, back, it's like now you see what it I was mean. annoying. It was like yeah. embarrassing to be like, damn, like I did that. Like people are making fun of me for it. But you you really look back on it and these same people are the ones doing Cause, it. Because you know what it is? It's just it's just society that that puts like the stigma on it like mm-hmm. let, let's change how they view it because back in the day remember when they have all those peace rallies all of those things yeah. with um love peace spread that right yeah stop the war yeah the hippie movement look at the hippies you know what i mean <laughs> i love the hippies yeah like they put such a bad uh stigma on the hippies they put such yeah. a bad image on that shit yeah but in reality what were they really doing nothing they're free souls it's like the least harmful way yeah bro like honestly they they were so they were so loving yeah you know what i mean they were so kind like they weren't doing evil. Yeah. They were doing the least evil. They were promoting. They were promoting good. No evil, nonviolence. So, so tell me, why would the government, why would the higher ups that call the shots, why would they want to stop that shit? I can't give you an exact answer, but I feel like having that like fear of authority in a sense, mm-hmm. I guess stopping them. Because if you're promoting peace, who, who are you scared of? Exactly. You're promoting peace in, in such a large group. Yeah. But yeah, you know what I really think it is too? What? I think it's because of the economy, bro. Yeah. Oh, because they're not in charge of um, like making profits off these things, right? Not only that, but let's say let's say everybody's living sharing. Yeah. Everybody's living like you're my neighbor. Like we share together. We work right. together. Yeah. Right. Communist. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is it going to be with money anymore? What? Like, yeah, you're not going to want to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're not going to want to like. Well, it's like, I think you're, you're trying to say you, you do less work. You know, if, if there's two people working, of course, the load is going to be distributed. I don't know. You you explain to me what, okay. you're, what you're saying. Well, what I think, what I think is, let's say everybody's like a hippie. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's say hippie, right? What a good world. Hippie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's say everybody's hippie. Like, we're not going to, we're not going to be jealous of each other. No. Like, trying to take each other's money. You Definitely know what I mean? Not. I we're not worried about that thing. shit. You're not going to be worried yeah. about that shit anymore. You're worried about your happiness. And that, I feel like that's what's missing in, in our society right now. That's what's yeah. missing kind of in the world is we're prioritizing materialistic things rather than our own yeah. happiness. And at the end of the day, what's the most important to you? Your Maybe happiness? Yeah. Your happiness or showing to others you have wealth, showing to others, yeah. trying to prove something to someone else or your own happiness. It's almost promoting a false happiness. Exactly. Because you're walking around with these expensive things and people look look at it like, yeah. oh, this, this person's living life, but I don't think materialistic things give you happiness at all. That's what I think too, bro. Like, I don't yeah. think... Clothing-wise, like, I know you're interested in, in sneakers and everything, mm-hmm. but me personally, I have, like, two pairs of shoes that I wear and I mm-hmm. everything I own is thrifted or, like, from local brands. I don't... I used to be a hype beast mm-hmm. for, like, a couple of months and I realized it was just so like destructive, at least on my bank account. You know? Yeah, it is. To be honest, the, the reason I take part in streetwear is just because I honestly believe I've been brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Like well, they taught me like, yeah, they taught me to, to buy shit. They taught me yeah. like, I need this shit to be cool. You know what yeah. I mean? They, it's like the marketing tactics they use, the marketing mm-hmm. strategies, it really brainwashes people to believe that. Yeah. But it's good that you see that because you yeah. can probably take their tactics and flip it. Yeah, exactly. Sense. But shoes like that, I don't know, the ones behind you with the, mm-hmm. with the leopard print, I think it is. Those are dope to me. Yeah, the, the Ferris Bueller's. Is that what yeah. they are? Yeah. They're, so fire. if you ever watch Ferris Bueller's Day I Off. Have. That's one of my favorites. This is this is literally his outfit with the with the leopard the leopard vest. I didn't even bag that. The the leather jacket. Yeah. And then like it's the same colors. See, that's awesome to me. Anything based on like film or movie or mm. TV, music is super cool. Like I'd like to buy something like that. Yeah. But I'd feel bad putting my money in that in that spot when i don't like have an if or as jay-z says like if you can't buy it twice yeah don't buy it at all you know yeah that's true that's that's kind of how i, I live in mm-hmm. certain cases because you have, you have to look at like if, you, if you're buying something are yeah. you gonna buy it for yourself or are you buying it to prove something you yeah. know what I mean? no of course i think there has to be like a benefit to, to yeah. most purchases you make mm-hmm. um the other day i was looking at like film uh props yeah, like yeah. official film props from movies. oh yeah and i came across like the sugar they used in harry potter oh, it was six hundred dollars and i'm telling my friend yeah, six hundred dollars like, yeah but i'm like imagine if i if i bought this put it in a tea or a coffee and like made a tiktok like six hundred dollars sugar type <laughs> but that's just like the <laughs> that's, business it's dope. yeah yeah but 
Like that's the dumbest thing I would have spent six hundred dollars on. But if you can make it back, mm-hmm. and like let's say you buy the stock of sugars, mm-hmm. you buy like all three that are available, and people want to retry yeah, what you yeah, did. Yeah. Like you can make it back. That's true. That's it how is I true. See it. Like even even sneaker collecting, like you can you can invest in sneakers. Yeah. You can always sell that shit back. I mean, these are an investment. Yeah, there's always gonna be someone that wants what you have. Loki, they hold more value than some stocks. Yeah, no, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, hundred <laughs> percent. Like they appreciate more than some stocks. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If you don't wear them or if you take good care of them, they will appreciate. And I mean, you you. You choose like wisely with what you buy yeah, yeah you're not just throwing your money because like well, yeah. it came out it's new like you can see you mm-hmm. clearly I, like anything i buy now maybe back in the day i was i was so brainwashed like you remember the supreme era like mm-hmm. everyone's just buying shit for the hype yeah like i was definitely in that in that field yeah. before but my mind has changed over the years i'm only buying things that that i personally love with let's say like a personal like sentimental kind of yeah. value like one example is these these are the melvin dunks right i thought you custom made those nah so these these are actually nike made these for a a band called the melvins it says right here the melvins and they're like a rock band right that's sick now what i really liked about these though it reminds me of kill bill my favorite movie posted it i thought you made these based on kill bill nah but it reminded me just of kill bill such an amazing movie because it has like the japanese word for uh, or chinese word for blood right on the foot yeah and then look at it like it literally looks like Kill Bill. Well, you have the katana too. You the katana's up there. <laughs> there. Um, when I when I saw you post on, I think it was Wico Studios. You yeah. had those shoes with the socks. Mm-hmm. Like I've never seen shoes like that. You don't like with what Nike releases. You rarely yeah. see them tamper with like dying fabrics like that. Mm-hmm. In, in my in my perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially things like a little bit more violent, right? Mm-hmm. You, I don't think you'd see that today. No, nah, you wouldn't. I mean, how old are these? These, I think they came out 2005. Oh, wow. Okay. So I may be mistaken, but I think 2005. They have to be before like the time of censorship. Yeah. Like, like, and, and the people getting sensitive and shit. Yeah. Well, I remember a time where like the internet was a wasteland. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. There of you go course. On <laughs> Bro, I swear I've seen like ISIS beheadings on the most innocent yeah, videos. Yeah. It's crazy. I, when I'm a kid, I'm watching a video of like cats playing on YouTube and then boom, like some nasty stuff comes yeah. up. Or <laughs> and it's random. <laughs> remember, you used to get the the rick rolls <laughs> i got one of those recently bro actually cheese me that people are still doing it still doing that I, okay i made a minecraft server for Jedi yeah. Digital. <laughs> of course on the minecraft bro, video the first thing someone sends into the discord i make the discord yeah, yeah. and it's like video of a cute dog and i don't know this person <laughs> so i'm like i'm gonna watch it like respond to them yeah just to be nice mm-hmm. i click on it as a rick roll i'm like really in 2021 you're gonna do this to me it was funny <laughs> though i definitely laughed because the stuff like that you don't expect it like i don't know if you've seen on tiktok the coconut malls oh yeah the coconut malls yeah that's funny as it dude. makes me want to throw my phone bro <laughs> i'll see something that i'm genuinely interested in yeah. like oh four foot eleven man dunks on ten foot net this guy is midway floating and yeah. then you see coconut <laughs> mall i'm like you've been coconut mauled <laughs> There's a pumpkin one. I, I don't like that one. I remember specifically like being like seven, six years old uh-huh. on on like Club Penguin tutorials, how to get a free Rick Club Rolling. Penguin, <laughs> and then free money. Don't want to give you up. <laughs> Rick Roll, bro. Oh my god, I used to love that song though. <laughs> on vacation one time, um, there was karaoke, and that was the song I. I oh, chose. you sang that? It's a beautiful song. It is a good song. That's a good song. Regardless of the of the joke that goes with it, I still enjoy the song. Mm-hmm. Like I won't even be mad that you did it to me because I'm just gonna listen to it. <laughs> Jokes on you. Like, oh, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Yo, I always look at the '80s, and a lot of the greatest shit ever mm-hmm. came out in the '80s. Have you realized that? I somewhat. I find that like the cycle that that our culture goes in mm-hmm. is going backwards. Yeah, everything we do now is so far back Mm -hmm. it's like just going back to its roots so yeah i understand what you're saying like i look at the 80s and i see like that was kind of the biggest cultural change in my opinion in my opinion yeah because you had look michael jackson came out yeah change pop rest in peace change pop literally yeah look at look at all of the movies star wars bro came out in the 80s i still need to watch those i watched i watched them as a kid but like i was six or seven i didn't retain any of the information like only the stupid parts like all of these 80 movies like look at the breakfast club you yeah. even had like those kind of like grungier type of films too no definitely but that, i don't think they were aiming to be grungy that was just like the that, most they could yeah. do with the equipment and now i think the biggest like not even money grab because i think it's deserving of, of what it costs is just nostalgia mm-hmm. if you sell nostalgia you're like selling happiness in a sense yeah that's facts that's and, facts. and kids our age want to experience what went on in the 70s yeah they really like idolize people that are i mean even our generation we're 2000 Mm -hmm. 2001 yeah we kind of grew up on the cusp of 
the digital age. I we find. did. We did. Yeah. We're literally the, the gap. I mean, we're literally the bridge of the old and new. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think recently someone's like holding a CD and they're like, oh, Jay, you don't know what this is. I'm like, what? Like, I use those <laughs> for time. I used to burn, like have movies burned on them. Like, I yeah. know what a CD is. Yeah. We, I feel like we, we knew everything. Like 2000, 2000, yeah, like we kind of knew everything. Yeah, I got cut off. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like CDs, record players. Because mm-hmm. um, in a sense, we're kind of like 90s kids, but we're not. We're, ju- we're just on the edge. Yeah, we're like just on the edge. The final drops of 90 ki- 90s kids. I don't yeah. consider myself a 90s kids, but a 90s kid. But um, I definitely had like a lot of their lifestyle mm-hmm. leak into mine for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think even like growing up during those early 2000 years were good for me because yeah. having so much technology around me now, it's definitely like I'm addicted to my phone i know bro me too and i used to play like street hockey every day i used to go outside every day like with my friends and as soon as like let's say minecraft came out oh man that's that's really when it started for me too yeah minecraft i would i would actually get like bothered when my friends would ask me to go outside yeah and looking back on it i'm like damn like wow i know it it, it made me feel some type of way it's kind of sad now right it's sad looking back but I, i can't say i wasted my childhood yeah me too I, at certain points i'd have these like breakthroughs and i'm like oh i do need to go outside you know mm-hmm. i had a good childhood regardless of what i was doing but now kids now like parents yeah. just throw phones in their hands i know right right out of the womb get out yeah. get a tablet yeah, iPad, baby starts crying you don't yeah. get a soother anymore bro. Yeah, you, you put on baby iPad. shark like i know when i have kids i'm gonna make sure like i don't i don't give them technology until like like, like seven yeah no for six sure. years old yeah when they can actually do shit that that's productive yeah too, you know well when i when i was a kid i'd always look at my parents being like okay you've been on for a while get off now and i'd mm-hmm. like be like what the hell like why are you kicking me off i'll never do this to my kids yeah now that i'm older i'm like i, I definitely would mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna just coconut mall my kids like every <laughs> <Coconut> hour mall. <laughs> <laughs> anything they're doing for? i'm gonna have it just drop on them <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like yeah, I, I just want I just want my kids like when in the future to just play. Yeah, that, those are the good times. Like mm-hmm. have an imagination, go outside. Like mm-hmm. the one thing I, I think about a lot when I think about child is just feeling the warmth of the sun on me. Yeah, you know? like a popsicle in your hand. Popsicle in your hand. <laughs> just like it's just the element that you feel. Yeah, and that like happiness that I don't think I'll ever feel again. That like youthful happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, life is so different when you're a kid. Mm-hmm. Not that I can never be happy again, but there was like. That just that special feeling yeah that, i think that's a lot of reason why people go look back for nostalgia is because they they're chasing yeah. those moments again no exactly mm-hmm. and that's i mean the 80s something that a lot of people now can't directly relate to but mm-hmm. i mean i think that's the time they wish they were in because of the lack of technology yeah the lack of technology i think that's why too yeah look look at the 80s where they didn't have like let's say the internet promoting no. i mean their shit came out and it was promoted like through, let's say, radio. Yeah. I guess television, like television commercials and shit, right? Mm. But they didn't have like social media and shit. They weren't promoting no. shit like that. So if you take the Beatles and put them into like today's age, yeah. but like it was definitely a different music. They're goaded. They're still gonna get like views now. But go go into what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. Let's say the Beatles came out in today's age. Mm-hmm. How much bigger do you think they would have been? I don't know. Because of social media. I can't say though, because like it was a different sound at the time that was being consumed. So I think if you did throw the Beatles in, like offer it before they had any like notoriety at all, Mm -hmm. I don't know if they'd be doing the same numbers. Yeah, like that's the true. Sound, the sound has changed. The sound, ch- yeah, the sound has changed. We, we don't look for indie music as much anymore. I think everyone separated themselves off into genres. Yeah, and it's like little niched markets. You know, that's why when when um Ryan Mad Season was making music, mm-hmm. he went he went the indie route. Yeah, and it's not even it's not even a scary thought because people are thinking rap right now is, is mm-hmm. the way to go. But he has that like small area security mm-hmm. people that want to hear indie music. Right? And that that's that's kind of like a sound that's gonna evolve i see that sound yeah. like exploding it again. is and he's played around like he gets experimental yeah you throw a little like weird sound here and there mm-hmm. like, people are gonna eat it up eventually do you think do you think hip-hop's gonna always control from now on um i mean i think there's there's something in hip-hop that just that just makes you happy yeah like 808s it's just a party environment you know mm-hmm. i think the most popular music will be whatever is played at events whatever is played mm-hmm when you're having the best times with your friends. So I think hip hop will hold it down for a while. Yeah. But like psychedelic music, hyper pop, still considered hip hop. Yeah. yeah. Um, EDM kind of died out. It died out. Remember that time? Like everyone was listening to Skrillex and shit. Bro, like, I, dubstep. I, used to, I used to do that. And yeah, my mom yeah, yeah. would never let me go to these festivals. Yeah. Cause they didn't. <laughs> yeah, and as soon as they became popular, I'm like, I don't care anymore. Yeah. I know. Like I've had people be like, Oh, come develop. I'm like, okay, I, I will like for the fun of it, but I'm not like, it's not the same. I'm not as eager as they are. I don't yeah. know how they feel this. 
this excitement like oh let's go to Velbo. you ever been to a rave though uh indirectly i shot um photos for this like underground oh event. true, true yeah. i consider it a rave <laughs> i went i went to like a hardcore rave in, yeah. in arizona arizona <laughs> yeah in arizona how was that Damn, they're crazy they, 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 they turn look off. fun they look fun i'm not bashing them they turn off though yeah no but like it, it's it's a crazy vibe because i'm not the biggest fan of edm but when i was there i was a fan you yeah. know? no well when i went to this event i was just there like solely to take pictures mm -hmm. and it was like kind of a punk crowd yeah you know? like um i don't know they're they're just very like punk if you look back at punk bands and their their audience yeah back in the days this is exactly who was there mm -hmm. but the the genres of the artists were not similar at all you got from edm to rock music to indie mm -hmm. and when the edm came around it was this dj that was deaf so he can't hear sound he can just hear frequencies and basses Wait. so he was just playing these random noises random wow. like 808s buzzes and it to me it sounded amazing yeah yeah but until you're like introduced to that you never know right so mm -hmm. it's different it's different yeah That's all I can say. that is different though yeah. i feel like it's so hard to predict what's coming next it's hard in a sense but you can see it on the come up if you if you really like dig deep okay but would you agree with me that trends trends they die so fast now yeah social media boosts them it's like I don't even know how to how to explain it. It's like shooting a ball up. It comes down so yeah, quickly. Yeah, it's so quickly now. Like before a trend would would hop off like maybe yeah. after a few months, but now it's even like a couple yeah. weeks. Well, that's why I feel a lot of people like lose that that trend that they're they're having like I think a good example of someone who took their following and kept it going was Leitner. Mm -hmm. We both know Leitner. He he got like his fame started on TikTok. Yeah. And he could have stayed on TikTok and mm -hmm. his follower count dwindled down a little bit, like his audience dwindled down, but he took them to Twitch. Mm. He took them to a, a longer lasting platform. And I think that was like yeah. a genius play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, like marketing and, and fame, social media influence is a game. Mm -hmm. It, it depends how you want to play it. You right? have to be a smart player. You have to know what, what works and how are you going to, how are you yeah. going to move in that? It, it's not even really a gamble. Like people think you're going off on a whim. Like some people just shoot their shot. And yeah, exactly. You know, what's one of the biggest reasons I started this podcast though. No, tell me. This is going like, to blow your mind, but like, it's going to like kind of see it differently. I'm going to get ready on the butt. <laughs> Alright, Wiko Studios, right? Yeah. That was the main thing I was focused on. One thing I was always working on. That was my biggest thing. It was it was pretty much the podcast, but yeah. my only thing, right? And it was a lot of physical work. I remember. A lot of physical work. Now, when I was doing Wiko Studios, mm -hmm. I saw it as I'm making this product. Yeah. And I'm I have to pay people to promote my shit. Mm -hmm. I have to pay influencers to promote my shit. Right. Right. Now I'm like, how can I flip the script? Mm -hmm. How can I change it so that I don't have to pay these people? And I have a constant flow of attention coming in. Right. And I can still sell my product. Yeah. I've, I've seen you do it too. Both page to post. This podcast. Hold up. <laughs> so I just took that in. But you, you've always had this like podcast personality. So it was like almost taking a yeah, skill. It's, and it's almost, it's, it's almost like it just, it's, it's meant to be. Yeah. It was meant to be for me. For sure. You're, you're like a genuine person to talk to. And even I think in high school, we talked like very few times, but yeah. the times we did, it's like any of our conversations could be on podcasts. Yeah, that's right. Like you, <laughs> you almost wish there was a camera following you around sometimes. Yeah, bro. Some of the conversations are great. Man, I, I really, I really wish I started a, the podcast like back in high school because I had yeah. some conversations that were kind of like, it's kind of deep still. <laughs> yeah, but I get, again, like it, when you hopped into the podcast scene, it was the perfect time. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if you changed anything, it might not have gone the same way. You might have gotten to the to the place you are now, but the, mm -hmm. the growth was so drastic. Yeah. But it's again, you played your cards right. Yeah. You came in smart. You did your research. Like we've had talks about mm -hmm. certain things to, to grow stuff. Like, yeah, like yeah. On, on some game shit, like with marketing. Like, yeah. that's what I always study is the marketing. Bro. Yeah. I always study like, what is my industry? What is my field? It's like a basketball player. Mm -hmm. Like you have to know like what plays are going to work. Yeah. Like how can you, you can improve your shot, how you can improve yeah. the layout, how you can move around somebody. Yeah. It's the exact same thing in your industry. You just have to realize that. Right. Like, let's say, let's say you're a rapper. You have to know what strategies work, what strategies yeah. don't. As a designer, you have to know how can I make a design better? How can I come up with the best ideas right. at certain times? How can I like yeah. kind of plan ahead? Right. Exactly. It's the exact same thing with marketing, bro. Yeah. But in my opinion, I think marketing is the most powerful. No, it is. It is. There there are times where like even I'm thinking of ideas and I'm thinking I need to talk to Carlos about this. Mm -hmm. Because you you've got marketing down to a T. 
Respects, bro. Respects. No, respects. No. <laughs> you got it up. Um, you just you've taken the time, which a lot of people don't. This is like even back to the first thing we talked about: starting mm-hmm. a brand. Take the time to learn. Educate yeah. yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are like jumping into the water, not knowing how to swim. You I know? know. I know. And they start drowning, and they get out, but you're just you're leaving. You're yeah. giving up on it, you know. So if you if you really take the time to do your research, um, I think it it'll be a, a lot smoother of an entry. Mm-hmm. It just takes a load off. At the end of the day, when you're running a business, um, at least in my opinion, you're just trying to make the most stressless um, moves. I guess. Yeah, for sure, because it's always a learning experience. It Any is. anything you do is a learning experience, yeah. right? Like yeah. there's gonna be times where it may not have worked at first. But from that, you realize what didn't work, then you use what works. Yeah. You find out what does, what doesn't. No, for sure. And if you're losing money, I think in general, instead of getting discouraged, you really got to think like, what, what more can I do? What could I have done better? You know, exactly. Yeah. Because a lot of people just, they take an L and they're like, all right, I'm going to just hold it. Mm. and tr- try something else but you see that l you study the l yeah you study it you have to you watch that l and you you bend it into a w yeah exactly. or you try to that l that l might just be an l forever. i used to say this in high school i'm like we don't take l's only delayed w's <laughs> hold up shout out bullet rc i got them bullet rc <laughs> they made that up no he, he's, he's a he's a sneaker youtuber oh because I mean, he used to always true. take l's on on like sneaker drops like yeah. we don't take l's we, we take delayed delay. w's <laughs> That's jokes, but that's it's so true though. Yeah, I think with anyone, they can they can make it if they put the time in. And I'm not even saying I made it. I made it in a small region, like. Mm-hmm. But yeah, everybody everybody has the ability to do great. Yeah, like it just takes it just takes them to realize it. Yeah, and I'm on my second year now. It's mm-hmm. not like this is my first month at it. Like, yeah, the the recognition I get is because I've been at it for so long. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I didn't give up when like let's say I was switching the jet like university logo to the new logo. Mm-hmm. People wanted the jet like university. It's really hard to to kind of feed your audience a different food at some yeah. points. They're gonna want the same thing over and over, especially if that item's like the hyped item. Mm-hmm. But if you really like ease them into something else, they don't even want the old food anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Like now I've tried to drop jet like university stuff where I'd said, like, yo, who wants this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silence. Crickets. Mm. They want the new stuff, you know? Because it's always evolving. It's all as yeah. you change. The market changes too. Yeah. But and then you have to adapt. Which way are you going to do it? You have to adapt, but you also have to like move at your own pace. Exactly. If yeah. you let your fans decide everything you do, then you're, you're not going to move forward. You know, you can mm-hmm. take their word, but you can also try to show them something better. Yeah. You have to find that balance, the perfect like marriage of it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because they, they do make your business at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love any, anyone that supports me. Like I have so much love for yeah, you. Yeah. No cap. Like that's what I all I'm, I th- I pray every single night and I always thank, like, thank you for the support I've received. Yeah. And your audience is amazing. Like to the point where I'm not even involved in the business end of this podcast, but I'll still scroll through the comments. Word. I'll still look at the comments and just be like, wow, like these people are really showing love for you guys. Yeah, They're like real. You guys are real ride or dies. And I love that. Super like, real ride or dies. And like your comments are funny most. too. Some, some, of jokes, like, <laughs> some of y'all are comedians. <laughs> so funny. I mean, there, there's definitely going to be one comment on this, this that's like, oh, the, Gavin looks different here. <laughs> yeah. Gavin's light skin now. Gavin's light skin. Yeah. I'm not Gavin, guys. <laughs> All right. But thanks for coming in, Jet. No worries, I appreciate man. you so much, bro. Of course. I'm glad to be here. You want to plug anything? Just, just talk in the camera. Go ahead. I mean, you can check out Jet Like Digital. Um, that's my brand. That's what I'm going to be working on for a little now. But other than that, I have nothing to plug. These guys are the, the best podcast so far, and they're, they're on their way up. So thank you so much, Jeff, for coming in. I'm going to link all this shit in the bio so you guys can check them out. Thank you for watching Jumpers Jump. Out. Easy, guys.